Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show tonight. Uh, It's been a very interesting night in here at the radio station for me, Zach, because uh, in the past few hours I have been... I've been caught out trying to take a nap at work. Oh, has it got awkward, has it? A little bit. I I thought something might be up, because when I came in, you were in the studio by yourself, hunched in the corner, eating (laughs) uh, your Indian by yourself. And I thought, why is Dom hiding in the studio? Yeah, well, what happened... There's been an awkward encounter, has there? I got in here a bit early, and I was a bit tired, and I thought, you know what, I can sneak a few minutes of a nap before Zach gets in here, before my Uber Eats arrives for dinner. Yeah. Uh, And it hasn't exactly gone according to plan. You're a big napper. You love a nap. I love a nap, and I didn't get one today. Yeah, well, you were telling me yesterday that you were going to stop napping. Yeah. So that didn't last very long. I'm re- honestly, I'm re- I think I've got a serious problem. Yeah, I think I'm you I'm really struggling without my naps. You're addicted to naps. I think I might be. And I think it might be a serious problem we need to explore. Uh, it's an interesting addiction, isn't it? Because yeah. usually addictions are, mm. you know, things that are a little bit more edgy in society. <laughs> yeah. But a nap is pretty much the total opposite. Yeah, it's, it's the silent killer. That's what they say about the nap. Um, Anyway, uh, I'll explain what happened in the next 10 minutes or so. But I honestly, I'm a bit worried that my position here at the radio station might be under some a little bit of threat. Yeah. Certainly I might get a warning for what's occurred tonight. More than usual? <laughs> well, this time less so for on-air reasons. Yeah. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Bit of an awkward moment uh, a few hours ago for me, Zach. I got into work a bit early tonight um, and I was I was feeling a bit tired. I hadn't had my customary afternoon nap. You nap every day. I have a pre-show nap. Um, that's the rock star lifestyle Dom yeah. Faye lives. And when I say nap... Like, sometimes it blows out to two to three hours. Does it? Well, yeah. that's asleep. Uh, I don't know where the line is. I've been wondering about that. But I didn't get my na- my pre-show nap today. If it's now. over an hour, it's not a nap. Okay. All right. Well, then I have a, pr- a sleep in the afternoon. <laughs> Point is, I didn't get my nap or my sleep today. Mm. And so I got into the station a bit early, and I thought, the, the, there's a place here, and it's well-known sort of amongst the staff of the radio station. It's a studio down the back that has, like, a couch in it. And I Is know, it? I've never heard about this. Never, oh, I've heard Who about have this. you talked to about this? I, I've heard of a few people tell me that on weekends or whatever, they've used this place for a nap. Mm. It's like a, it's a go-to napping spot, go-to sleeping spot at the radio station. And I thought I could sneak about 10, 15 minutes in before you got in tonight. Yep. That was my plan. Why not? Uh, so I walked down there and opened the door to this studio. Um, it's like at the back of a corridor. So it's, you, you have to go out of your way to find this thing. And I walk in there and it's, it's pitch black and I go to sit down on the couch. <laughs> And as I sit down, I realize I'm touching another human, <laughs> that somebody else is napping. Excuse me, yeah. couch is booked. <laughs> yeah. Now, it happened to be one of the cleaners. <laughs> now, the, the, we do have people who come in and, and clean the radio station. So what, you, you, you sat on a cleaner who was um, already sleeping on the couch? Yes. And what happened after that? Well, thankfully, I don't think I woke them up or they just, <laughs> <laughs> they just pretended. <laughs> they just pretended. I don't know. I think I just got up the moment I realized there was a person there. I sort of sl- silently snuck out. Oh, you need to have a booking system. Well, clearly that's what's going on here. Clearly, even this this napping spot at the radio station has made its way to the the, the contracted cleaners who come in at night. Yeah. Clearly, this is how good a napping spot this is now. Mm. It did mean that I had to. I, I got a little bit of a nap under the the desk here in the <laughs> studio, but it was nowhere near as good a nap as the couch gives me. Maybe they were cleaning it. <laughs> I feel like we're in court and you're arguing for them. I mean, it's possible that there's this new, maybe Marie Kondo-inspired f- sort of cleaning. Well, you sleep on it. You sleep on it, that sort of thing. Either way, um, it has made me think I need to I need to find more napping spots. I need backups, do you mm. know what I mean? And I imagine there's people listening who are, who are 
you know, traditional work sleepers. I think this is the thing a lot of people do. Is sleeping it? at work. I don't know. Oh. Well, we'll see. 131060, do you sleep at work? Have you slept at work before? Yeah. Because I, like, I think especially people listening at this time of night, if you're a shift oh, worker. I just remembered I had a sleep at work once. Yeah, yeah. What was it? When I was working as, it was like a receptionist and yep. the building that we were in had a library. <laughs> okay. And it was like really cold. The air conditioning was cranked oh, way up. Beautiful. Yeah, and I just lay on the floor and had to sleep in there <laughs> just like for like forty five minutes. Well, actually, libraries, especially if it's like a, a big library, they're not bad because you just find the least popular aisle. Yeah, like no one's going to be. And what are the odds that someone's coming to the economic section of this library today? Pretty slim. I'll mm-hmm. have an app there. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's been my general go to. If I there's a state library where I've had numerous naps before in the economic section. Why are you sleeping so much in uh, foreign places? You know, it's a this is how I live on the edge. This is my. This is me being wild. As I, just give me a place. I'll nap there. I don't care where it is. I'll nap there. Yeah. I can do it. We should do a live stream of you napping. Yeah, and people can bet on how quickly you'll fall asleep. <laughs> Easy. Happy to do that. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Have you slept at work? We have Taylor in Melbourne. Uh, where do you sleep at work, Taylor? Either on the couch or in a spare bed. Spare beds. What do you do for work? I'm a nurse. Right. Okay. Wait, wait, a spare bed just like on a ward in a hospital or? Yeah, oh, so I'm in aged care. Yep. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if there's an empty bed, um, we'll have a cheeky nap throughout the night. Just Are you to allowed to do that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if it's, if it's uh, a bit slow. That's just giving me a great idea. Well, it's, it's, it's actually a great thing that they should, when you're applying for a job in any sort of hospital or aged care facility or something, they should say spare beds. Do you know what I mean? Because how many workplaces, hmm. when you apply for a job there, come with a spare bed in case you're feeling a bit drowsy? Not many. Not many. Well, it's a work, perk of the job. If you work at 40 Winks, <laughs> there's a whole showroom of spare beds. <laughs> not, not bad. Uh, Stephen, on 131060, where do you sleep at work? No, mate, yeah, I, I was um, in the warehouse driving a forklift one night, waiting for a truck driver to open up his curtains. Hmm. I was sitting there for about 10 minutes and now off. all fell asleep sitting on the forklift running. <laughs> okay. Is that uh, dangerous, Stephen? Well, I wasn't moving. Yeah. I was actually waiting beside the truck. So yeah, I don't know if it was dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. if I would have been swinging off the steer, yeah. it might have been a bit dangerous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of getting the vibe that that would be the case study they'd use in the workplace health and safety induction. Yes. Do you know, you know how they have examples of when something went wrong at work yep. and why to, why it's important to stay attentive? I feel Stephen sleeping on the forklift might be the case they use. Ben in Melbourne, where do you sleep at work? Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. Me and my uh, mate uh, over, yeah, we used to, um, yeah, we should just build like little fortresses, like somewhere in the warehouse, just to uh, hide away from our supervisor and stuff, and just <laughs> take a nap in that every now and then. So you made like your own cubby house, essentially. Yeah, because we worked with like a lot of boxes, and we would just hide, <laughs> like make a big fortress around the box, like with boxes. Did you ever get caught, or you get away with it? I, I yeah, one of our yeah, over got uh, caught, but yeah. <laughs> He didn't rat you out? He took the rap himself? Oh, no, no. He didn't rat me out. Uh, That's a good friend. It, it, it would be a hard thing to explain, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. if your boss comes along, yeah. there's no real way you can justify why you built a cubby and were sleeping inside of it for work. Yeah. I don't think that that's a justifiable thing. Well, you could say that you're overworked. Yeah. You guys are working me too long. That's true. Go to the union with it. Yeah. <laughs> are you planning on doing that with the couch situation? Uh, ben, stay on the line. We might have to have a chat. We can work on that. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, there's a piece of technology creeping into society more and more. I'm talking about AirPods, Apple's wireless headphones. I feel like a year ago, you'd see like one 
mm. every month or so. Maybe someone on the train. Yeah, they were rare sightings, AirPods initially. Now, especially this year, I reckon 2019, year of the AirPod. Yep. They're really coming around. Lots of people wearing them. And like initially, I think it was it was just the early adopters of technology. But now it does seem to spread. You walk down a city street at the moment, yeah, and I reckon we, if you see 10 people, you'll see one with AirPods. Here's my theory. Although on the radio, we can't see the people calling up on 131060, yep. I believe there is common threads of people who wear AirPods. Like common traits. And therefore, yeah. although I can't see the people calling on 131060, I believe by asking a couple of questions, I can figure out whether or not you own AirPods. So I guess, well, I guess then what? We want some people to call us right now on 131060 hmm. who are, you don't have to be wearing AirPods right now, but are AirPods owners yeah. and users generally. Mm-hmm. But then also for a sample size, we want some people who don't have AirPods. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. Because I think by asking a couple of questions, yeah. I can figure out whether or not you're that type of person. For example, yeah. I think they might be Richie Riches a little bit. I think okay. it might be people with right, some right, cash right. behind them. Sure. Because, I mean, they're like headphones that are like, how much are they? 250 bucks or something? Pretty expensive. And also my fear, the, one of the main reasons I haven't made the jump to AirPods yet yep. is because of the price. I'm so terrified I'm going to lose them. They're yep. so small. They're yep. not connected to anything. Well, I'll lose the them in thing. a month. I think they're going to be younger people. Yeah, I think sure. they're going to be people who are into exercising probably. Okay. $229 we're being told for a pair of AirPods. If you are someone who owns AirPods, yep. give me a call on 131060. Or mm. if you think you can trick me, give yeah. us a call 131060. This is like a human study you're working on here. That's right. You could publish this. Yeah. If this goes. This is like a PhD almost. Let's so start like... with Claudette in Sydney. Claudette, I'm going to ask you one question and one question only. From that, I can figure out whether or not you wear AirPods. Do you think I'll be able to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> so, no, we could you just want to go to a song? We're going to start with a simple question, Claudette. What do you do for a job? I'm a paralegal. Yeah. Paralegal. You're an AirPod user all over. Is that true, Claudette? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon you got a bit of cash behind you, Claudette. You <laughs> like those new gadgets. And you, you don't like it. to be held you back by that. wires. <laughs> yeah. How long have you had them for, Claudette? Um, maybe a month, yeah. but I shouldn't buy them. I got them as a present. Okay. Okay. Well, still, I rich mean... Rich friends. Rich, rich friends. All right, so so you're thinking jobs that pay well. Yeah, well, Is one of your common threads. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah? One from one so far. We move on to Bronte in Melbourne. Bronte, this is your question. How often do you go to the gym, Bronte? Um, about twice a week. Oh. <laughs> That's that's on the line for you, isn't it? Because I reckon a lot of gym users like them yeah. because but, they're light and the wires don't get in the way. But, but it's two twice times a week. I don't know if Bronte would. Bronte, I don't think you have AirPods. No, you're right. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Two from two, Tom. <laughs> okay. Two from two. Would you ever use them, Bronte? Um, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I think I'd lose them. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. I, I say, mean, you I could was, connect yeah. a little rope to them. But then, <laughs> sort of, but then they're just headphones. You paid two hundred and twenty nine dollars for what could have cost you thirty bucks. I went, like I was pretty skeptical of this. That's yeah. um, that's a pretty good theory you got so far. So far, if you can get a hundred percent, then we've got we're in the realms of possible like actual scientific study. We here. have Deanna in Melbourne. Hi, hey Deanna, you've been impressed so far with Zach's abilities here. Yes, I have. It's been pretty good. Good yeah. guesses. Right, okay, got I've got here. one last question. I don't know which one to go yep. with. Um, I think I'm going to go this one. Yeah. Deanna, mm-hmm. any time in your lifetime, have you ever yep. owned a pair of Heelys? The shoe with Ooh. a wheel in the heel. 
No, I haven't. Mm. What is that going to prove? I know we like Healy's on the show. I a kid. Did you want <laughs> to, though? I was going to fall. Yeah, I would have yeah. loved them. Well, my friends had them, and mm. I, did, I didn't. Well, this yeah. is the thing, Dom. I'm drawing a parallel between Healy's and yeah. AirPods, okay. because I think they are both you novelty think, items okay, that saying... people will see in public. Yeah. And it will cause one of two reactions. Either people want, they're like, I need that. Or they're sure. like, oh, no, I wouldn't be caught dead in those. So the child who wants Heelys is the adult who wants AirPods. That's what I believe. And I right. believe, Deanna, you own AirPods. I do own AirPods. Look at that! <laughs> two from three! Three from three. 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 That's a pretty good that's, that's that theory is one hundred percent correct. <laughs> I, you know what's great here is I can tell you've surprised yourself a little bit. <laughs> I'm, uh, I didn't think it would really work. <laughs> to be one hundred percent honest, yep. but look, yeah, AirPod users, there's something that connects them. You got it's sense, something. Yeah. It's something in the world. They move through the world differently. They're a different breed, Dom. <laughs> you got to send this marketing data to Apple. This only really helpful. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. The country's uh, having a pretty serious heat wave over the next few days, and I know that that term gets thrown around a lot in summer every yeah. week. If you check any of the news websites every week, it's heat wave hitting. But I think Melbourne and Adelaide in the next few days are actually getting predicted mid 40s temperatures yeah. which is actually that's serious heat. and if you do that consistently yeah i think that's a real heat wave that's an actual heat wave once you hear 40s are involved in major cities that's a heat wave yep um and i've seen some stories that you that they're considering sending you know tradies home from work early for the day um next week if this persists and schools are back uh, school kids will get sent home early that was always a um, rumor wasn't it well that's what i remember there was a the there was a story at my school that, that went around from, I don't know if this was from another school or my school before I was there, but you know how they always say that if it hits 30 degrees, I think it's before 10 a.m., yeah. you get sent home. So it was That's different for us. It wasn't about, it didn't have a 10 a.m. limit. What was it? It was just like, I think it was 35 during the day. Sure. At any yeah. point, hits 35, a bell goes, and you're going home, baby. <laughs> right, okay. And you always have to it happen, because I remember, you know, we, we were told quite explicitly, if it's 30 before 10... We're out. And so we're kind of, we're looking at the temperature and once or twice at like 9.30, you get to 28. Mm -hmm. Once we got to 29 and we're all like leaning in, fingers crossed. But I heard a story and this is advice I think I can pass on to any school kids going back to school next week in a similar position, maybe tradies if they need to hit a certain temperature to get the day off. Um, so what this person, what this, uh, and it must have been at a, uh, at a school nearby. Cause I think I would have known for sure if it was my school, they had the same rule, 30 degrees by 10 AM, you're out for the day. And the way this school measured it was they had, you know, those like signs out the front that sometimes display the time and the temperature mm-hmm. that some schools have. So they had one of them out the front and they said, if this thing reads 30 degrees before 10 AM, you get to go home. But no one ever said that. What do you mean? The teachers didn't. No, no, no. That. This was that, that was an official thing. No, it wasn't. I think. Well, in this instance, wait for the story, Zach. Because yep. these this these kids figured out. Now I again to clarify, might have been one of those urban legends that goes around the school, but apparently these kids figured out that there was a temperature sensor on the sign, and yeah. that's what was reading the, the temperature. Yeah. And the rumor goes that with the help of some extension cords and a hairdryer. Yeah. They got it to read 32 degrees, mm-hmm. even though it was only 27 degrees. Mm-hmm. They got it to read 32 degrees at 9.45 and everyone went home for the day. Yeah. Now, I can't guarantee that that actually happened. It didn't. <laughs> I can. No, we don't know that for sure. Yeah. It was, it was, How many extension cords would that be? How far away was the side? <laughs> I don't, don't know. I didn't ask for specifics, but yeah. this story went around the school. Now, no one in my grade was ever brave enough to try it, Yeah. to, to go out the front, because we had a similar sign. No yeah. one was ever brave enough to think, I'll give this one a go. Mm. 
But I just want to pass it out there as potential advice for tradies or school kids. I can't see any flaw in that plan well, with this heat wave. I mean, one hundred percent, it's just an urban myth because yep. what's the idea? Mm. So it hits a certain temperature, yeah, right. Yep. That's really hot, 35 mm. degrees or whatever it is. Yep. And the school solution is instead of the kids being inside, yeah. we're going to wait to that hottest part <laughs> and then send them all out into it well, to walk home. I suppose the issue is now more classrooms are also air conditioned than they were back probably when we went through school. Yeah, so why would you so even you, go home? It's just like the best place to be is inside well, in the air. You know con. what? You know what? It captivated my class back at school. And if that can help anybody out there, I'm happy to put that out into the Didn't ether. Didn't you go to a private school? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you paid for your education. Yeah. Yeah, just checking. <laughs> they offer refunds. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Got a bit of an attitude from a someone serving me at a Mexican fast food place today, Zach, because yeah. I ordered um some I ordered some tacos and I got to the stage, this is like it's an assembly line sort of setup. So they're making my tacos and they get to the stage with the the salsas. And the guy says, What salsa do you want? And you know me, I don't like sauces or condiments really. I'm not a, I'm not a, like, I think the food should be good enough on its own before you have to add in a sauce or a condiment to spice it up. Yeah. That's just my belief. I mean, that doesn't make it sound any less weird. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't make you're, it sound You're weird. trying to make it sound like, yeah. Just, hey, yeah, you know, um, I believe food is a certain way. No, you just have this weird thing against the texture of sauce and sauce okay. is not a sauce. So I don't really understand how this falls into your yeah. weird sauce ban. Well, let me list the things I don't like. Tomato sauce, gone. Barbecue sauce, not a fan. Aioli, hate it. Mayo, not a fan either. Hmm. Um, don't mind a soy sauce. Can deal with that. It's gluten-free. I need that, of course. Um, apart well, it doesn't that, seem like there's any consistency Salad here. dressing, gone. Not yeah. for me. Well, that's Sauces, not a sauce. Gone. That's a dressing. But but it's you realize what it is. It's the same. They're all in the same But you family. like pasta. I do like pasta, yeah. That's a sauce. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I understand that some could poke holes in my logic. But the point is, this isn't about a logical You're battle. just a fussy eater. I'm a fussy eater who doesn't like most sauces. I didn't think you would admit to that. Yeah. <laughs> that was meant to be a burn. <laughs> Anyway, I, I tell the guy, I don't really like sauces, so no salsa for me, thanks. And he, he says, well, you can't have it without salsa. Yeah, it's a bit weird. What do you have on it if there's no salsa? That's well, like the like, main part. That's the good no, thing. That's the so good bit. At this stage, the taco had beef on it. It like also, pretty dry beef, I'd imagine. Oh, it was like a slow-cooked beef. It was lovely. Had beef on it, had some cheese. He put a bit of sour cream on there. Oh, yeah, I don't mind sour cream. As yep. well, even though that's in the same family. Let's not delve too deep into the logic. Yeah. Um, he, you know, there was also a bit of guacamole. So um, a bit of, so you got beef, yep. cheese, cream, guacamole, and a little bit, bit a few guac. like sprinkled tomatoes and onions. That's a meal. Your tomatoes and onions, that's salsa, mate. <laughs> no. no, they had tomatoes and onions and then also like a salsary sauce sort of thing. Yeah, that's salsa. Anyway, I said I didn't want it. And he said, that's the main thing. That's the yeah. flavor. He said, what you're talking about there is the flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it took a good minute or two before he was okay with it. And even when he was like, even when he was t- ringing it up in the till, I could see in his eyes that he wasn't happy to be doing this. Yeah, because you're like messing with it. That's what like, do you mean? No, I'm paying the money. I Surely I get to choose what I get in my food. Mm. Well, not according to him. Not according to him. Well, I don't think he but... owned the place, so it's not coming out of his, <laughs> it's just pissing him off. Yeah. But from any front, he should feel happy if he did own the place that they're saving some money. They don't have to give out the salsa here. What a bonus. Yeah, do you pay the same price? What do you, yeah, same price. Yeah, Didn't okay. get any discount on that one. That's a good point. Um, yeah. You're saving the salsa for someone who would appreciate it. <laughs> who would appreciate it. it. Yes, I don't like sauces. I imagine and... you got it mild as possible as well. Oh, completely. Yeah. Of course I did. And I will not. We're seeing a consistency here, aren't we? (laughs) You can imagine someone who gets extra mild butter chicken also not liking sauces. Ooh, 
Ew, what's this doing to my tongue? I just go mild now. I haven't had extra mild oh, in a while. You bumped up. Shut up. Okay. Anyway, I it's think, a bit spicy, isn't it? I, <laughs> tonight's buttered chicken actually was a bit much, but that's beside the point. I I haven't liked sauces for a long time, and I've copped crap for it most of my life. Really, people are like, "What do you mean you don't like?" Like if I go through Macca's drive-through, Big Mac, no sauce. Cheeseburger, no sauce. Uh, Ten nuggets, no sauce. No, names. no, it's not like that. I've been in the car with yeah. you. It's no sauce. No mayonnaise, yeah. and you usually say it a few times <laughs> yeah, okay. just to confirm with them. That's I, no I sauce and no mayonnaise. And, and I imagine there's a lot of people out there who also are used to copping crap because they don't like a food that for some reason everyone else seems to think is a good food, yeah. but they've just, they have just they don't like it and they cop crap for it. So I want to open it up on 131060. What's the popular food for everyone else that you just don't like? I imagine if you were someone who doesn't like chocolate, you never hear the end of it. Oh, I think, and you always hear stories of people who don't like chocolate or maybe don't like ice cream or something, but you're very, I don't know if I've ever met somebody who actually doesn't like that stuff. Yeah. I always feel like it's a rumor. I don't think those people really exist. Um, but 131060, is there a food that everyone else seems to love that you can't stand and you cop crap for it? Similar to me in sauces. My granddad doesn't like pizza. And I'm like, what? No, doesn't make I thought sense. everyone liked pizza. Uh, Tracy in Melbourne, what's the food for you? I hate meat pies, guys. I've never really? had one in my whole life. Well, how do you know you hate them if you've never had one? Well, I I hate the texture. I don't eat casseroles. I don't yeah. eat soups. Um, <laughs> I don't like the mayonnaises and the sauces yeah. and everything like that. Oh, so you're, you're anti-sauce as well, Tracy? I am, totally. Right. So I am the same as you, going to say McDonald's, not that I go there very often, yep. take out the sauce, take out the mayonnaise, take yep. out the pickles, take out the tomato. Mm. Yep. What, what's left on it? Just the meat? The meat, the cheese, the yep. lettuce. Yep. Beautiful. Um, lettuce is okay. Pineapple, so bacon. Is it, it's, it's, is it things that are like um, too runny? Is that the issue? Uh, sometimes it can be the texture, but also the flavour. Mm-hmm. Um, like tomato, I just can't eat tomato. Um, never have been able to. Um, okay. Oh, you know, and... I'm sort of, can I just say, I understand where Tracy's coming from. And I, like when I was a kid, do you know, I used to tell, if I was going to a friend's house for dinner, I'd tell my friend's parents I was allergic to sauces. Did you? That's how much you didn't want to eat sauces. How could that be possible? Uh, well, in hindsight. What's the consistent <laughs> thread between <laughs> all sauces? There probably isn't one. There's a reasonable point. But, but back then my logic was, this is foolproof. They won't give me crap and there's no way they're going to give me sauces. Did it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they just thought this kid's a bit petulant, yeah. but you know, probably not wrong. Charlie in <laughs> Sydney, what popular food do you hate? Uh, it's avocado, lads. I can't stand it. It's, have have um, you tried, it's... Charlie? Yeah, look, I, every now and then you have to have it because until you don't like avocado, yeah. you don't realise how many things it's in. True. You know, it's in your sushi, it's in your tacos, yeah. you know, it's in everything. And everyone, you know, you go out for brunch, you go out for lunch, you go out for breakfast, Mm. Everyone's getting avocado. Can I say, Charlie, you sound to me uh, like a millennial. How old are you? Yeah, I'm 21. 21. Right, so Charlie, I'm with you on this. Not an avocado fan. What? And you, no, you would know, Charlie, how hard it is to be a millennial who doesn't like avocado. You feel like an outcast, don't you? Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely uh, cop a lot of heat for it. You it's, do. Um, is it because it's mushy? Yeah, look, it's the texture and it's the flavour. The texture, yep. it's like, you know, for me, mayonnaise is also a close second of something I don't eat, and it's the same problem. It's the texture. Oh, Charlie, we, I think that's, you know, yeah. we, should, we should grab a meal together, Charlie. I think we'll have a... We'll, we'll, avocados we'll, are great. Enjoy the food. We'll get the same thing. The good fats. No. There's that's nothing, what they say nothing about good avocado. about an avocado. And I just want to, as a message of solidarity to everyone yeah. listening, 
all the other millennials who don't like avocados, Charlie and I stand with you. Put it's, a bit of garlic, bit of salt, bit of pepper in there. No, lonely place to be. Smash it all up. But millennials who don't like avocados, we need to we need to form together. We need to stick together. Uh, we got Joe on thirteen ten sixty. What's the the popular food you don't like? Um, I do not like mangoes. Okay, well, I'm drawing the line here. I mean, <laughs> to this stage, to this stage, I've been on board with everyone who's called Mango up. Mango has to be one of the great fruits, Joe. One of the great foods. What? What don't you that like about rough, it? That is rough. It's just the texture, the smell. I'm. Oh, he's okay. gone. It's okay. Well, big mango got to him. <laughs> the mango corporations have got the line. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I noticed on YouTube today. I was, I was watching some uh, music videos. Some music on YouTube has, like, way more views than you'd think. You're like, whoa, this yeah. is, like, billions of views. I didn't even know other people knew this song. Sure. And then some other songs, it's like, oh, okay, do, does the artist know it's only got <laughs> a few thousand? Oh, like, some big songs are very underwhelming. Well, not a few thousand, but yeah, less okay. than that you'd think. <laughs> sure. So I came up with this game where I'm going to give you two songs, and you've got to tell me which one has more views on YouTube. Okay, cool. What do you got? Uh, our first one is, you got to tell me which one has more views. Andy Shark, Say Hi, yep. or The Monster Mash. It was a great You know, Monster Mash, I reckon, would have... Because obviously, um, I Said Hi has only been out for, what, a year or so? So yeah. that's only had 12 months to accumulate views. Yeah. Monster Mash has had decades. Well, probably as long as YouTube's been around. So I'm going to say Monster Mash has more. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, Monster Mash has 18 million views. Yeah. Uh, I said hi, only 8 million. Well, that's pretty good. Still for, pretty good. Amy Shark's going to have it. Give it. Give her another year. She'll have a take that. It always annoys me when you get things right on the show with the wrong logic. <laughs> what do you Because you said Monster Mash has been out there for decades. Yeah. YouTube has barely been around for one decade. <laughs> okay, that's true. You make a very good point. But hey, I, at the end of the day, it's like when I got a maths answer right at an exam with the wrong working. Yep. doesn't matter how I got there. I got the right answer. All right, next up. Ariana Grande, thank you, next. Okay, that'll be high. That'll be high. We're going to verse that again. <laughs> Crazy Frog. Which oh, one has more views boy. on YouTube? Ariana Grande, thank you, next, or Crazy Frog? Okay, well, my gut feel. Mm-hmm. Is that Crazy Frog is probably was predated YouTube, didn't it? Yeah. So I don't think it would have been a massively viral video on YouTube. And I reckon Ariana Grande would have one of the bigger pages. So I reckon Ariana's more. Wrong. Jeez. Thank you. Next has two hundred and seventy million. Yeah. Crazy Frog. One point five billion. No way. <laughs> Crazy Frog's still going. Bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. I. I I did not know Crazy Frog still had life in it. You got one from two, Dom. The Crazy Frog. If you can get this last one right, um, I end up on top. You'll end up on top. Uh, We're going to do Taylor Swift. Shake it off. Well, that'll be enormous. That'll be top ten, I reckon. Top ten of of all time. I reckon so. We're reversing Baby Shark, which also might be in that top ten list. What do you reckon? Shake it off first, a Baby Shark. Which one? I mean, Baby Shark... Has more views on YouTube. Well, Baby Shark was massive. Obviously massive. Yeah. But for me, quite clearly, Shake It Off has to win. Oh, correct. Well yeah, done. Two okay. from three. Uh, Shake yeah. It Off has oh, 2.7 billion yeah. versus Baby Shark's 2.2 billion. Well, that's closer than I thought. Yeah. Baby Shark's cracked the billion. 2.2 billion. I mean, that's been out less time than Shake It Off. Mm-hmm. Baby Shark might end up the most watched video on YouTube. I reckon this has played in my head over 2 billion times. <laughs> If you're going to have one stuck in your head, 
Yeah. That or Crazy Frog. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be Crazy Frog. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Don't want to scare anyone. He's nearly... One o'clock in the morning, but the robots are going to take over. Um, I'm a bit sick of this conversation, to be honest. It's the, the last second couple time, of nights. The second time no, I, I brought think it it's up. The third time. No, the first was off air. Okay. It's the second time on the show I've brought up the singularity. Apparently, we need to be afraid of toasters. Dom thinks they're <laughs> coming after us. He's also no. stated that he's worried that mm. the vacuum is going to turn on him. <laughs> and in that case, he doesn't know what he'll do. I was just saying, you know, if the machines all got together to turn on humans, a vacuum cleaner could restrain me, mm. it could hold me back. But that's a sidebar. I, don't is that particularly like because you feel like the yeah. vacuum has a problem with you? No, I'm, I'm just saying it has the capability to hold somebody back if it, if it constricted you like a python. I do remember but, you telling us a story how you used to practice kissing on a oh, vacuum. Right. Well, let's so not talk do you about think that, it's hey. a scorned ex-lover? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that once it has the opportunity. The point is, <laughs> the point is that the singularity is coming. The day that robots outsmart humans. I spoke about it on the show last night. You mocked me. You said I was over-worrying. There was nothing to worry about, really, was Zach's opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, Today, in the news, a new robot has been announced. Uh, Now, traditionally, you might know robots are either like drones that can fly or they are robots that walk along the ground. Yeah, those are the two categories. (laughs) Well, get this. Researchers at a university, I think in the US, have built a robot that now can do both. It can walk around on two legs before jumping and flying short distances. Yeah. So firstly, it has the ability to just walk around like normal, so but, then it has an a pair, but then it has a pair of thrusters on its side that are strong enough to let this robot fly. Yeah. I mean, hours after we talked about how the robots are going to take over, now they've built one that can now do more than we can as humans. It can fly. This is the, this is the stage yeah. one of the Terminator. It can do more than humans, can it? Yeah. Can it question its own existence? <laughs> can it love... Have a look at the picture of this. Have a look at the picture. Does that robot not strike fear into the core no, of your heart? it looks like it would be knocked over by a strong breeze. <laughs> Do you know, I, this is the major threat facing humans, maybe alongside global warming. Yeah. Oh, a what will get us first? <laughs> what a fun game. 13, 10, 60. <laughs> what will wipe out humans first? Global warming or robots becoming smarter than humans? I, I'm just trying to raise the... I, I mean, That's I'm, a real amazing race, isn't it? <laughs> I don't. I don't want anyone to majorly panic here, but yeah. I think we should be mildly alarmed as a as a species at the moment. Can you be that, mildly alarmed? <laughs> mildly concerned yeah. about the fact that our ability to our desire for progress yeah. with robots and technology is heading in a direction where we're not. We're, there's going to be a point of no return. This is the last time we're talking about this. What do you mean? We're not talking about this anymore. <laughs> Are this you not interested twice. by this? This is yeah. Well, <laughs> like maybe we'll put a pin in it for ten years, fifteen, <laughs> twenty, maybe yeah. fifty. I don't think it's something to worry about in the near future. If we get to the singularity, am I allowed to talk about it? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> That's our agreement. The moment robots have overtaken humans and we're their slaves, you'll let me talk about this on the show again. Uh, a couple of weeks before that, <laughs> when it's looking like that's on the cards. <laughs> okay, great. That is all we've got time for tonight. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.